Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast. I'm Bryce Johnson. Thanks so much for being with us as we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Today, I am fired up to talk with Ernie Johnson. He's one of my favorite people in sports, period. Whether players, coaches, broadcasters, I've never met him personally, uh, but I've had the opportunity to interview him a few times, and he's always gracious and, and just awesome to talk with. But but he's he's great on the air, and and anytime that I'm I'm watching that show inside the NBA, it's one of my favorite shows. I actually DVR it, especially during the playoffs, because a lot of times the games end so late, so so I can't stay up and watch every game or stay up late to watch inside the NBA. But I'll watch it in the morning because they replay it on on NBA TV. And, and so I try to keep up with this show because it's just so entertaining. It's it's funny. It's insightful. And, you know, you got to love Shaq and, and Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith. But Ernie's the one that makes it go. He keeps everybody on on track and and brings a, a legitimacy to it and, and just a professionalism to it. But he gives space for the goofiness and, and letting guys just be themselves and, and have their personality shine through and and so whether you're an NBA fan or not I think you'll enjoy this conversation that I had with Ernie Johnson but but if you watch him regularly and and maybe you don't necessarily know all about his story uh, he's been through a lot God has done some amazing things in his life and he wrote a new book and he he talks all about it Um, he's done a lot of different interviews promoting the book and and so I did my best to ask maybe some different questions and and get him talking about some some other topics uh, surrounding his book surrounding his story uh, but especially just his his life and and walking with Jesus and pursuing after him and and how that plays out in his life and so that's what he talks about uh, on this this podcast today and and so I hope you enjoy this Here is my conversation with Ernie Johnson. Our guest today is the host of TNT's Inside the NBA and the NCAA Tournament. He's a three-time Sports Emmy Award winner, but more importantly, he's a follower of Jesus, a husband, and a father of six children. He has written a new book called Unscripted, The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary. I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome Ernie Johnson back on Unpacking It. Ernie, thanks so much for being with us. How are you? Bryce, I'm doing great, man, and I appreciate you having me on. Well, well I'm, I'm psyched to, to speak with you, and especially about your, your new book, which we'll, we'll definitely get into in a moment. But I'm just kind of curious, what, what is this time of year like for you? It's the NBA playoffs. It's, it's games every night. Is it always something you look forward to, or are there any kind of difficult elements to it as well? No, I always look forward to this time of year because, because uh, you know, unlike the regular season where at times you can have you know, games that uh, you're not totally interested in because they may not have a whole lot of bearing on the standings at that point, or it's just a regular season game on a in a season of 82. These, you can't wait to watch the games and watch the, st- the series develop and the stories develop. And yeah, I mean, the workload is, uh, is pretty heavy. We're on just about every night and we're walking out of the studio at 2.15 in the morning and I'm getting wow. back in by noon the next day. And, and, so I come up for air at uh, about mid June, uh, but it, it is it's a it's a really fun time of year and always great to be hanging with you know Kenny and Shaq and and Charles. A- absolutely, and, and we love watching you on the air. But but I'm always curious, 
what's actually happening in the studio when you guys aren't on the air, but but the games are going on. Who's watching where? Are, are the guys just talking to each other nonstop? Well, what's kind of going on? No, there's a lot of a lot of all of that going on. A lot of times, I have to uh, I retreat to the uh, my my office just so I can watch the games and prepare for half times <laughs> and that kind of thing. I bet uh, because there's so much else going on. Shaq's working on his music while he's watching the games. <laughs> Charles is solving all the world's problems while he's watching the game. You know, Kenny may have his personal trainer. You know, working on abs. You know, oh. there's a lot of different stuff going on and and. Um, but we're all watching the game while all this is going on. But sometimes, sometimes together, and but a lot of times in just different different areas of the studio. Absolutely, and I'm sure people can can hear even more of those, those stories in your new book, Unscripted. And and we're talking with Ernie Johnson. So so I'm wondering, what was the the writing process like for you? What what did you learn about yourself and just kind of this this overall experience of writing a book? Well, one of the one of the things that uh, in the in the preparation for doing this, and once we had partnered with uh, Baker Publishing uh, to put out Unscripted, it was, uh, you know, this I was a rookie at this, and so you know they needed to hold my hand step by step and say, mm. okay, here's what we're going to do first. You know, we need you to outline the book uh, chapter by chapter. Kind of give us a description of which what each chapter is going to be about, and and so now you're sitting here, and I and I'm saying, okay, well, I think I want to start with this, and then I want to get into this and this. So I, I'm kind of had this broad outline, and so this chapter, I guess, could be about this, and and so once you got through that and had a game plan, mm. then it was uh, then it was uh, the matter of, of finding the time to write, you know, around a, a schedule, and so. Uh, and then hitting a deadline, you know, where they say, okay, so we'd need the manuscript in by this time. Can you do that? Sure. You know, you know certainly I will. And, wow. and so there were a lot of late nights writing and, and there were times where, you know, you, there were days where you just didn't feel it. You mm. didn't feel like there was anything there that you wanted to get into. And then other nights where, you know, I'd start writing at 1030 and then I'd look at my watch and it was quarter to five mm. in the morning. And, and, um, but it, the whole process, it was it was exhilarating, it was draining, it was emotional, um, because you know I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm kind of you know mining some thoughts I hadn't I hadn't yeah. no places I hadn't visited in a long time and and uh, and so it was a very it was it was an emotional process, but it was one that I had said from the start I want to write the book I don't want to tell my story to somebody and then read it and, and, and see if it's accurate. I said, I want this all to be from my head, my heart. And, um, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Wow. And, and as you wrote about, you know, whether it's family members or, or even coworkers, did, did you talk to them about, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to put this in the book. Was there any, I don't know, pushback or, or hesitation of, of certain stories to put in there or was it pretty transparent? No, I mean, yeah. I mean, there were times where it was, uh, you know, I would write something and I'd, and I'd go to my, you know, go to my kids and I say, this is how I want to, this is how I want to uh, talk about this. What do you think? Mm. And they'd read it and they'd say, sure, good with that. Ah. Uh, because that's one thing I didn't want to do. I don't want to, you know, reveal anything or tell any stories in there that, that is going to cause embarrassment to them. Um, and, and, you know, cause I was, I feel like I was brutally honest at times about parenting, you know, yeah. it was, that it's not easy, you know, and, and that, uh, you know, there were episodes in, in, uh, in our life where, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was difficult. And I, and I, 
you know, and I went there, you know, it, it was great. At, at one point uh, I was talking about, uh, two, you know, our two most recent adoptions and talking about, um, you know, how, how we've tried to deal with these two girls from foster care that we had adopted and mm. showed my wife a chapter. And she said, um, I think you need to go deeper. Oh, I wow. think you need to be a little more, uh, you know, forthcoming on this and, and feedback like that was tremendous. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, you know, I just wanted to be honest. I didn't want to sugarcoat anything. And I, and I just wanted to talk about the, you know, the joys of parenting, the difficulties of it and, and, uh, and, and not tell you how you should do it, but mm. just how, how we as a family have navigated it. Ah, that's awesome. Ernie Johnson, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's written a new book called Unscripted, The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary. And and, and you've faced plenty of unscripted challenges in your life that, that you write about in the book from from your career to relationships to battling cancer to adoption to, to raising a, a special needs child. But but overall, or, or even in just kind of a, a summary today, what have you learned about pain and suffering and trials. You know, I think I've learned that you know that uh, through all of those things, we are molded into the into the people that God has intended us to be. Mm. Uh, and, and when I talk about living unscripted, look, if I had written the script for my for our life, I I wouldn't have written muscular dystrophy into Michael's script. I mm. wouldn't have written cancer into my script. But it's through those things that that we have that we've grown, uh, and that we've found a purpose bigger than our own. Um, and, and I see, you know, when I see Michael, who's 28 years old now, Mm. which is a miracle in itself, uh, as a, as a, uh, you know, having muscular dystrophy and a lot of, you know, a lot of kids don't make it out of their teens when they have that he's 28 years old now and on a ventilator and, and has, has impacted so many lives, um, that I would never, I would never take that back, and I don't want that to sound callous, but mm. I, you know, I wouldn't take cancer out of my life. I wouldn't take um, Michael's situation uh, out of his because I've seen the impact it's had. And so um, I think my message in, through all of that is that we, that we embrace the unscripted. We don't run away from it. Ah, amen. And and along with that, because when I hear that, I, I'm I'm viewing it from a, a faith perspective, and I know how God's worked in my own life through through difficulties. But what have you noticed about how people who who aren't interested in faith, how do they respond when they hear your story, or or even when they interview you and, and you answer in that way that that you just did? Well, that's I mean. Uh... All I can be is as honest as I can possibly be, and I'm not going to try to dance around a question uh, because it might make someone uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, I'm just being I'm just being honest. Um, and you know, when I went through facing cancer, I don't I don't know how you do that when you think it's just you against the big C. You know, I, I had to have I had to have my faith as a as a as a foundation for fighting that battle, uh, and knowing that, look, I'm seeing I'm seeing such a small piece of the whole big picture uh, that God has for me, um, that I just have to trust that this is just another episode that's going to paint this entire this entire masterpiece. Mm. And so, um, and so it's a you know I my mantra has always been trust God period. That's right. Not trust. I'll trust God if this next 
you know, test at Emory Hospital comes back the way I want it to, or I'll trust God when this happens. It's trust God, period. And so that's that's where that's been the foundation of of uh, of my life since you know since I became a Christian late in life at the age of 41. I'm 60 now, but you know it was. Uh, it was it was moving from a from a me centered to a Christ centered life, and it's and it's and that decision prepared me for all of these things that would come later in my life. Oh, it's incredible. We're talking with Ernie Johnson here on Unpacking It. His new book, Unscripted: The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary. And 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 when you mention you know having been now a follower of Jesus for 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 a while. What what's something maybe that that you had to 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 learn over that time period that you didn't realize early on? Maybe came with being a follower of Jesus, or or just a a misunderstanding that maybe early on you didn't quite understand that you do now. Is there anything that stands out in that regard? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's 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 kind of a it's a funny thing, you know, when when you when you come to that kind of a crossroads in your life, as I did in 97, then you're, you know, I'll be, no, I'm totally honest with you here, Bryce, you know, you're, you're wondering, you know, now do I, do I make this, uh, you know, obvious to people? Do I, uh, you know, how do I handle this and how public do I get with my faith and that kind of thing? And I think a lot of folks have, have, you know, wrestled with that and struggled with that. And early on, you just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm all fired up. You know, I'm like a, I'm like a golden retriever puppy, man. I'm running all (laughs) over the place and I'm out of control. And, and then, and then other times you're like, Oh, you know, how are these people going to take this? Because, you know, they, they knew the old me, you know, Mm. are they going to see a change or am I, you know, that kind of thing. And so, um, eventually to me, you just settled into this. I settled into this, this new existence, this new creation. Yeah. And, and then it was, okay, I'm, I'm living my life this way. And, and, and hopefully I, I will be modeling for others, you know, what a Christ centered life looks like. Amen. Amen. So, so along with that though, and, and just this idea of, of unscripted moments and, and learning to embrace those and, and with the, the, the heart of faith and, and following Jesus, how, how have you handled the tension between the battle for control that, that we all face this, this, we, we want to, you know, embrace the, the moments that happen, but then there's always this, this part of us that wants to control things. How, how have you maybe learned to, to handle that tension? Well, to me, I think, I think, you know, becoming a Christian when I did, I said, you know, it it is it's surrendering it's relinquishing control yeah and i think that see that's that's the deal that's the place i was in is that it was it was all about me and what i could do to control everything and then you realize uh you realize that um that just doesn't work you know and i think you know i heard my my pastor uh, kevin myers tell us one day he said you know what stress is stress is having you know is having all of these these issues and realizing you're not God, mm. you know, that's, that's, you know, just accepting the fact that, yeah. you know, you have all these things going on and, and you can't possibly be the one who solves it all. And so you need that foundation. And, and that's, and that's where it came. That's where it came for me. And, and so it's kind of a, I don't know if you follow that yeah. totally. And I probably botched what, what Kevin was <laughs> saying about stress is 
you know, just not, you know, you having all these problems, but you don't have God's power to handle it. Um, that, that to me was, was the entire difference that I said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to submit to the plan that you have for me and not, and not try to write the script the way I want it to be. Yeah, no, I think that word surrender is key in all of this. And so I'm encouraged even just this, this whole idea of unscripted being rooted in, in surrender and, and just letting go of that control and embracing what, what God's allowed to happen in our lives and, and making the most of it. Ernie Johnson talks all about that in his new book, Unscripted, uh, The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary. And in reading a little bit about you, uh, your, your dad had a, a big impact on your life, and he was a longtime broadcaster for the Braves. And something that you said about him, uh, you, you said, he said hello and knew something about every single person who worked there. And, and from my perspective, watching you on TV, I always hear you mention the guys behind the camera by name. And, and so my guess is that, that you took after your dad in this area. And, and how important is that to you to, to kind of represent that in, in how you interact with, with the people that you work with? Look on a daily basis. I'm just trying to live up to the standard that my that my father set. You know, I'm trying to be the the best model of Ernie Johnson Sr. that I can that I can be. Um, and and the thing from from growing up and, and being able to tag along with him to the ballpark to watch him work as a broadcaster for 30 years for the Atlanta Braves, I saw how he treated everybody with respect, mm. how he would meet somebody who had, who had just heard him on the radio or TV all their lives. And finally, were, they were seeing him face to face. And my dad would talk to him for 15 minutes like they were long lost buddies. <laughs> so he respected, he had this wonderful respect for everyone. He had this great respect for his job. He didn't think it, that it made him special, but he considered it a job that was special because he was getting to do something he loved for so many years. And, and so, uh, he taught me so much without even trying just by just by me watching him and i think that's what moms and dads these days need to be very cognizant of is the fact that kids have superpowers they see and hear everything hmm. they see how you react in every possible situation and and they're taking mental notes all the while it's not you know they're not just learning when you set you know when you put them on the sofa and say hey you got to do this and this and this or you know here are the five keys to life no, you know that's not you know that's not the way my dad was at all he mm. he modeled and and I was able just from watching him to pick up work ethic and to pick up respect and being yourself and and always taking the high road and so uh, you know those those are some of the things he taught me without even trying well, it, it means a lot to me when, when I you know, hear you mention guys behind the camera because not everybody's that way. And I think it's, a, it's just a great example. So I, I guess my, it's encouraging to hear, and I'm encouraging you uh, by that. So, so thank you because it may be a small thing, but, but it matters, and, and people notice. So um, just wanted to no, ask you, you kind know, of about that. It, no, it, it's, it's, you know, look, we got 50 people working on that show. Yeah. You know, people turn on the TV and see the four of us. But and sometimes lose sight of the fact that, you know, this the product that we put on the air requires a coordinated effort of 50 people on a, on a nightly basis. And everybody is just as important as the next guy. Yeah. You know, we may get the airtime, but it is a total team effort. And so, yeah, we have to recognize everybody. And I and I, you know, and I, and I think that, you know, no matter what kind of line of work you're in, you know, we're so tied in these days to the text message and the, and checking social media, and, 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 and I get so 
uh, exasperated sometimes with just seeing people walk down the halls with their heads buried in their mobile devices and not even looking up to see who's there. And mm. uh, my buddy, my buddy Jeff Foxworthy had a, had a great word one day, and you know he's in a Bible study with me in Atlanta, and and we were just talking one day, and he said, I always make an effort. Uh, to talk to the shadow people. He said, hmm. those are the people who are in the shadows, people who all they, you know, sometimes all they need is, you know, five minutes of your time, yeah. you know, to, to lay something on, on you that's, uh, that's been on their heart or some difficulty in their lives. And, and I think we have to be available. You know, we have to be able to look outside of what we are doing and the next responsibility we have to, to be a, a light of Christ for people around us. And then you never know when those uh, those unscripted moments pop up. And so when you have that mentality, it allows for that. Um, but but even just one more thing with that. The other day when you guys on the show, you, you acknowledged one of the crew members who, who recently had a baby. I just thought that was awesome. So I love when you guys do that. Um, I just think it, it, it creates this whole family atmosphere at Turner and another reason to love that show uh, inside the NBA. Oh, so. No, you're you're exactly right. And that if there's a hallmark of of Turner Broadcasting, it has been that. Yep. It has been the family atmosphere, and you hear it from people who have worked at other networks and and have come to you know work with us and say, "Boy, there's something different about this place." And we do. We all we all celebrate each other. You know, we celebrate when there's a birth to one of the guys in graphics or yep. one of our associate producers or or we you know we gather around the Sager family when Craig is, you know, going through the fight that he went through before, before he passed. It's uh it is a special place to work for sure. Uh, yeah. And I, that, yeah. I love watching it. And then I know everybody listening does as well. And, and Ernie, I, I know our, our time is short today, but, but I always love asking our, our guests uh, just kind of something as we, we wrap up, what, what has God been teaching you recently? What, what's been on, on your heart most recently, just that, that maybe God's teaching you or, or just making you aware of? You know, I, I think it's, you know, it, it, it's in the household, you know, and, and, and I think it's, you know, when you're, when you're trying to parent and you're, uh, I, look, we, in these four adoptions we've had, you know, we've got a couple of girls out of foster care that we adopted, um, about six years ago, and they had been in, you know, six homes by the age of nine, and mm. and and now they're teenagers, and and we're still unpacking, you know, a lot of the baggage that they had from all those years. Yeah, and so God's always working on my patience. He's working on my uh, on my approach to to how to to how to parent these girls, to how to understand them. Um, and and I think and I think patience is where he's where he's really trying to to hammer home that I that I need the patience that I that often I don't that I don't show and so I think that would be that would be the one area um, but there's a million areas he's trying to mold <laughs> me in on a daily basis but the one that that rings truest I think is patience right now I, I hear you absolutely well Ernie I really appreciate you you joining us today and, and sharing sharing your heart and and I'm so thrilled about your new book and can't wait to read it and encourage everybody to check it out unscripted the unpredictable moments that make life extraordinary I know it's a busy time of year for you we'll be watching you and and always entertained by by you and the crew uh, at inside the NBA, so so thanks for all you do, and and especially your 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 light in the in the world, uh, representing Christ. So so thanks, Ernie. Bryce, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. So there you go, Ernie Johnson, right here on the Unpacking It podcast. 
And he, he said so many wonderful things. And, and I hope that you were inspired by that conversation. Would love to know your thoughts. You can leave your comments on Twitter, Bryce Radio, or you can shoot me an email, Bryce at unpackingit.com. I'll respond to, to all the emails. And, and, and the one, I think, element of that conversation that stood out the most to me, and, and it was something that I really wanted to ask him about, was the, the idea that he brings up the producers or the cameramen or the, the guys that, that do the stats he mentions them by name or nickname when you watch his show and and you just get this sense that that he doesn't think he's, you know, better than everybody or or that there's this mentality of of teamwork and hey, we're all in this together and, and so him really speaking to that, I just think is a great example because when you think of TV people, when you think of successful people, sports people, there there's this sense of separation where they put themselves up, and, and we know we do this with athletes. They're the ones on the court. We're the ones in the stands, and, and there's a wall a lot of times. But when you, you see a guy like Ernie from a TV standpoint where there are plenty of guys in that business who show up, they're, they're jerks to all the camera people, and you can see enough of those videos out there. Uh, but he really comes across as, hey, I care about these guys when they have kids, when they get married, when they're dealing with the death, a death in their family. They talk about it on air. And even this past week, it was sad to hear about Kenny Smith losing his mom. Um, and, and the guys all shared something on air just to, about Kenny and, and his mom and all that. But that's the type of feel that that show has. So that's why it's one of my favorite shows. It's it, because it's more than just sports. And and then not to mention what Ernie did during the election or right after the election. Hopefully you've seen that video by now. But but if you haven't, go Google it. It was phenomenal. Um, and also, I'd encourage you to listen to the first interview that I did with Ernie Johnson. It was a couple of years ago. And, and so early stages of unpacking it. And we must have talked for a good 30 minutes or so just about his whole story, and he, he told an incredible story about Kenny Smith. Uh, so if you haven't heard that one, I would encourage you to follow this one up with that uh, interview as well. So, uh, so thanks for listening today. Would love to hear from you. Bryce at unpackingit.com. Leave your, your comments and feedback in iTunes as well if you're listening in iTunes or on Stitcher, and, and greatly appreciate those reviews as well. Um, and if you ever want to support this show, you can do so by financially giving uh, to Unpacking It Ministries. This podcast is a part of uh, an overall ministry that, that really in- desires and encourages sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. And, and so that's what we're doing. And it's a privilege to be able to, to talk to guys like Ernie Johnson who, who are following Jesus and, and representing Christ as well as he does in in the media world in in the sports world. So hope you enjoyed it. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you next week right here on the Unpacking It podcast.